Okay, welcome. Welcome each and every one of you today. This is nothing but the Raw Truth broadcast in the heart of West Memphis, Arkansas. We are excited to be here today to do another podcast. We have a special person coming on today on a podcast. Uh, we have an upcoming author. She has a new book out. It's called uh, Defeating All Odds. This is her first book, and we want you to welcome her to the podcast. Give God some glory in this place. We are uh, so thankful to that she uh, uh, said she would come on and, and let us uh, have a discussion about her new book and uh, find out some things on how she was able to come together and put a book together. Because that's something I've thought about, but don't, wouldn't have a clue on how to do. Uh, the young lady's name is uh, Maddie Key, and uh, we're going to let her introduce herself and tell us something about her and uh, anything that she wants to say, and then we're going to uh, keep stepping forward and uh, get this uh, uh, message out to people because I'm sure somebody else out there that want to write a book but don't have a clue how to go about it. Hello everyone, my name is Maddie Key. I'm a mother of six, grandmother of many. Um, I decided to write this book, Defeating All Odds, because it was something that God had purpose in my heart to do some years ago. And I never really thought that I could do it. I didn't think I was smart enough. I didn't think I was intelligent enough. But here it is, about 20 years later, I finally finished it. And it's a book about, really to be honest with you, it's a book of testimonies. It's a book of things that I've been through in my life. It's a book of things on how God brought me through and how he's still bringing me through. And it's a book of encouragement. And I want people to read it and just know that God is God at all times in the midst of everything. And that he will bring you through if you just lean and trust on him and keep your mind stayed on him. And I wanted to encourage others that read it and to let them know that this too shall pass and they can make it. That's awesome. I didn't know you was a mother of six. Uh, and uh, it's, it's, it's awesome to uh, see somebody uh, just come out the shadows and uh, put forth uh, the kind of effort that it took to put together a book. And um, I'm just excited to... Uh, to, to have a copy of it. Uh, I can't remember if you signed it or not. No, I didn't get a chance to sign it, Mr. Brooks. I'm sorry. I can sign it Sunday at church when I see you again. Yeah, I'm going to have to bring the book back so you can sign it. I like to, uh, when we bring authors on, we like to get a, get a signed copy. I don't let, I don't let it, a lot of people get hold of those copies because you never know what that book might end up being worth a million dollars. Oh, yeah. I had somebody told me already they wanted me to sign their book. And, and when I make it big to invite them, and she already told me she wanted some pancakes with some peach syrup. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> and, and can I also tell you, too, in my book, like you said, you didn't know that I was a mother of six. I actually am a mother of seven. I have a deceased child as well. And a lot of people don't know that. And I talk about that in my book, too. So, uh, and I'm sorry, sorry to hear about your loss. Um, so, it's it's a book uh, of of experiences that you went through. Yes. That can help anybody that that reads the book. So it's it's going to be a good read, especially for those that have been through something. Yes. Those that have uh, had a situation or two, 
and which would be each and every one of us. I can't think that there's anybody that never been through anything because uh, uh, if, if we live on this side, we're going to have some trouble. We're going to have some situations. We're going to have some good days and some bad days. Uh, and I've learned, uh, I had to learn for myself that going through the bad days made make you appreciate the good days yes, it does. and going through the rough times make you appreciate God more and more and more. It sure does. And you know, a little insight on the book is talking about a lot of abuse that I went through and not just physical abuse, mental abuse, sexual abuse, a lot of that. And so often a lot of people when they go through things, they wind up turning to drugs and other things like that. But I was so blessed that God didn't allow me to get caught up in all of that. Now, I'm not going to say now time that I didn't try some things and didn't experiment on some things, but he kept me. He had a bigger plan for me because he knew in the midst of all that I went through that I would be able to encourage somebody else because sometimes we choose to look at people at what they do and not why they do it. And he's blessed me to where when I see people doing certain things, I don't judge them by what they're doing. I try to get to the source and see why they're doing it and try to minister to that. And now if they don't want to listen to what I'm trying to say or don't want to receive what God given me to give them, then I have to step back. But I, I know that he brought me through all of that for a reason. And... At the age that I am now, I'm just now truly tapping into that he want to use me. This person that had children out of wedlock, this person that was promiscuous mm -hmm. to a certain extent, this mm -hmm. person that was done played around with different drugs, this wow. person that done lied on people, backstabbed people, and all of that, you know, but he chose to use me, and I'm so grateful that he chose to use me, and I want him to get all that he got out of me. Because, to be honest with you, at any time, you know, you can go back to that that people say that could have, should have, would have been. You know, at any time, the tables can turn. And so I don't want to be to come through all that I've come through to step back. I want to move forward and, and pull others through and let them know that they can do it. That they are somebody. That they are more than enough. So what would you say to that person... Uh, being that I believe you can relate to a lot of situations, a lot of uh, issues uh, that, that people face. Uh, we have a, 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 a podcast that's going to be coming up and it's going to be talking about um, how people have uh, uh, gotten molested and stuff like that and how um, they break through that and, and, and turn their life around. Uh, a, a person came to me about something like that they wanted to hear something like that so we found a person that can can talk about that kind of thing and help somebody because I believe if we <clears throat> just uh, go through a situation ourselves and not help somebody then you going through it didn't have any value to it uh, and what I mean by value it, the value of being able to help prevent somebody or going through it or to not if you can't help prevent it or, or to be able to help somebody through the situation that knowing that because when you when you find out that there's somebody else that's been through a similar situation it makes it easier to deal with at least what I found I've had some issues in my life uh, because life has not always been easy and it is not always easy now but I, I found that when you can relate with somebody else uh, 
it helps you better to cope with your situation. I first I would have to seek God to be honest with you because it's different ways that you have to approach people. Cause some people need that tough love. Some people just need somebody to just hold them. To just you have to make a person feel special. You know, um, in my book I expressed that I knew a lot of people knew what I was going through, but no one ever stood up for me. And you know, even including my mom. You know, when it gets to the point to where you feel like your mom don't care about you. Don't nobody else care about you. So I never really had anybody to go to except for my grandmother. And a lot of things I didn't tell her about because then I wouldn't have a safe place to go to. So first, the answer to your question, I would seek God first on how to approach that person. Then I would seek getting help for them, especially if it's a small child. You mm -hmm. know, get them mm -hmm. out that situation. Right. And then you just have to love on them. Let them know that everybody is not bad, that they're around. You know, you have to, sometimes they'll pull away or they'll do or say things, you know. And a lot of people will give up so quick. I'm not going to deal with this person. I'm not going to deal with that person right. because they're this and that. But sometimes you just have to let them know. You have to look at the situation that they're coming out of. Right. So you got to be there for them. You got to hold on to them. You got to love them. Mm -hmm. And then you have to get God in their life because like with myself I didn't grow up in church mm -hmm. I, I can count on one hand how many times I went to church I've been a faithful member at Old St. Paul for like mm -hmm. almost 27 years mm -hmm. and this is the first time that I've ever just got somewhere and stayed there and stayed faithful to it mm -hmm. and I'm so grateful for the, the great church that I'm in and the members there but you just you have to love on them you just you have to to seek what situation they in how to get them out of it and get them help. And the first person to seek is God because he the only one can truly give you the right person to go to because you can't just say, I'm going to take them to this doctor or take them to the doctor because everybody don't have your best interest. And so I just, I feel like everything you need to see God first and let him tell you which way to go. And you get them to the right person that really do care. They're going to help them. It's not going to be all about the money. They'll be there for them. And, and you let them know that you're there for them. Because it's all it takes, just that one person. That's pretty awesome. So I, I take it <clears throat> in your book, it, it tells about situations like that and yes. things that, that somebody that might be hurting, uh, not knowing what to do, not knowing which way to turn or who to turn to, uh, or when to speak up or when not to speak up. Uh, are uh, finding that right person that they can go to that, that won't put all their business out in the street. Yes. That where they can get the help that they need. Uh, I take it that a lot of that would be in a the A lot book. of it is. And, and, and it's hard when you don't know who to go to and talk to. You know, a little bit more of the book, you know, I one of my uh, pregnancies, I actually got raped with that pregnancy. Wow. And this particular person, he went to one of my cousins because it was some of my in-laws that mm -hmm. was doing the dirty deed. Mm -hmm. And they laughed about it. They was like, she know that's my child and different things like that. And they just thought it was a big joke. But I didn't have anybody to go to and talk to. You know, my mom, one of the incidents with one of my cousins, when he did what he did to me, and when she finally found out about it, they had a few little words with each other. They cussed each other out, passed a few licks. And that next weekend, she was right back at the club, leaving me there in his care till she came home. 
So, you know, it's it's hard when you don't have anybody to go to. And in the midst of that, it caused me to just put a shield up and put myself on a back burner because I, I, I learned how to be who everybody else wanted me to be. I didn't know who Maddie was. And I'm still learning right to this day. That's just how long an effect it had on me. Wow. I'm still learning who Maddie is because I was a people pleaser. Right. I just wanted to make sure everybody was happy, no, regardless of how I felt. So, it, it, I guess you felt if, if you could make everybody else happy, that would just kind of pacify you to get to be able to get through your situation. Yes. And and and, and I can I can understand and I can relate relate with. Uh, uh, some of that because sometimes we we face situations in life and you don't get the help or the assistance that you need and you don't know which way to turn you don't know who to turn to and the people that you would think would help you the people that's closest to you the people that are related to you even even, even in your own house sometimes yeah. you find that those are the ones that you would see that really your enemy Yes. Because they're not there in your corner. It, it shows that they really don't care like you thought or like you felt like you needed. So you didn't have that support system. So it, it, it makes it it, it kind of destroys your self-esteem yes, and, and make you feel like you don't have that self-worth. And it tries it prevents you from blossoming and becoming what God would have you to to be. But 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 what I'm I'm seeing in this and just seeing you and seeing what God is doing in you, I can see that uh, your best days are ahead of you. Be oh, yeah. Because what I, what I see is even just from the time that I've known you, I've seen you grow tremendously and, and do things that <clears throat> when I first saw you, you wouldn't do. And I know you don't like to be up in the front. But God is pulling you up in the front. Think about this. You wrote a book for the world to hear. Yeah. A lot of people can't do that. A lot of people don't have the talent or the abilities, which sometimes we don't feel that we have the talent or the ability to do it. But I found this one thing out, that we don't have to, but if we seek God, God will show us what he wants us to put out and so, so that the world can hear it. Yeah. And, and that's what I see in, in the book. Uh, God is used, going to use this book for people that, that really need help and to need to know that you can get through a situation. Yeah. It don't have to take you out. Because, see, some of the things you've probably been through, uh, a lot of other people have committed suicide. Sure. But God built, built you up. He stabilized you just enough to keep you together, to hold on to He to get you to this place where you're at now. So now what he's doing is he's using your your situations that you went through to help somebody else by putting it in a book. And so somebody else can read this and you never know when they might start trying to contact you with an email or on if you got a website or try to get in touch with you to, to even ask you more questions that, that's, that they don't even see in the book. Yeah. So we don't always know how we're going to get used in life to be able to help somebody along the way. We just we what I found in life we just have to uh, strive to <clears throat> do what God would tell us to do until He tells us to do something different. And evidently, He told you to do something different in writing the book and getting that information out to people. And I believe that there's going to be thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people around the world that will get uh, some help from this book. 
uh, defeating all odds. It's, it's just so awesome when, when I think about that. Uh, uh, being in, in West Memphis, Arkansas, and we got <laughs> not just you as an author, but there are other authors in this area that uh, are, are writing books and getting material out to people that can help them along the way. And I, I don't have a problem with sharing my testimony with anyone. I know a young lady asked me one day, she was like, man, how do you feel about putting your business out and how you're going to think about it when people look and judge you? I told her, it really don't make a difference. I said, because I'm getting what God got from, I'm, I'm getting what I need to get from God. And that's a release from what I've been through. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, like, I'm a person that, I didn't, well, I didn't graduate from school the regular way. I dropped out of school in the ninth grade. Mm -hmm. I had my first child when I was 15. Mm -hmm. um, like I say, I went through a lot of abuse, mental, physically, emotionally, and God allowed me last year, March the 10th, no, May the 10th, I'm sorry about that. He allowed me out of all of those 10 years that I had been working to get my GED. He allowed me to be able to get my GED and see it wasn't nobody but him mm -hmm. because I have a few health issues uh, that require causes me to have short memory and everything. But he blessed me to where I was able to remember enough to be able to get my diploma and see a lot of people there. They feel like it's just too hard or I can't do this and I can't do that but it took me 10 years I'm telling you 10 years to be able to get my diploma and I was so happy and proud to be able to walk across that stage with my cap and gown on it and I had people that was just rooting for me and I mean I even had a young lady she started shouting for me at the school because she was so proud of what I had succeeded in doing and I know God done a blessed me with many of talents to be able to do things but I like to do things that's going to help others it's I don't have a choice on doing things for other people I have to that's something that I have to do because God brought me a long way and you know like you said with some people they commit suicide you know I tried but it wasn't my time mm -hmm. and God didn't allow me to you know, to leave this world because he got a story for me to tell. And I'm going to tell it one way or the other. I'm not going to let fear <clears throat> defeat me because I know I can do it. The words say, with Christ, all things are possible. And I know I can do it. And to some, this may be a small step to them, but mm -hmm. getting my diploma, <clears throat> writing this book, it was a big step for me. And I was just excited about it and I can't wait because I know he's going to allow me to be able to write another book mm -hmm. because it's so much more that I can tell a lot of things I didn't have the opportunity to put in this book because mm -hmm. it would have caused me to go in other people's business and I didn't want to do that mm -hmm. but I have a lot to tell I have a, plenty of testimonies to tell and, and I want to encourage everybody and let them know that you know that's just my thing you can make it you can do it so you telling me that you don't have a college degree. No. And you're writing books. Yes. <laughs> and you're stepping out. Yes. And accomplishing things that, that people with all type of degrees haven't done. So it's not based on how much education you got. It's, it's based on uh, be willing to be a vessel to be used, huh? Yes. And it's also based on who's educating you. <laughs> and God educating me to do what it is that I need to do. 
that's exciting to know that uh, mm -hmm. you were willing to step out and to trust God despite uh, all that uh, that you faced. Uh, you defeated all odds. All odds. When you look at you, you're a success story. Yeah. And uh, when you look at uh, you committed today. <laughs> here on this, on, this, on this broadcast, yes. you committed today to writing that second book. Yes. And uh, when you write that second book, uh, I want I want one of the first copies now. Yes, <laughs> sign copies. I want sign copy because you said it right here on nothing but the raw truth. She's gonna write that second book, and we're just so excited and delighted that you would come on today and 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 is willing to share because <clears throat> when I when I look at myself and look at situations that I've been in and faced. Uh, we find ourselves that as as uh, as a people, as a race, uh, a lot of times uh, we don't get the uh, help or the assistance that we need. Uh, a lot of times, we as as a people, uh, we're not willing to to step out because I'm finding that a lot of times we have to step out from amongst our own people to mm -hmm. to get help. We can we have to be willing to even if if it takes going to a psychiatrist, mm -hmm. psychologist, or whoever we need to go to to get that help. So we can be productive citizens, uh, not just uh, in the world, but even in our own home. Yeah. Because a lot of times when we, when we are scarred in the way that we are, sometimes we can't, we can't be all that we can be for our families. And I feel that we as a people, we as a, as a person, as an individual, we uh, not just for anybody else, but for ourselves, we deserve to, to be able to be the best that we can, so it's it's in I found it's in our own best interest to to reach out to whatever you have to reach out yeah. to to get that help. And I I found you know sometimes sometimes uh, we have to go beyond just the church to yeah. to get that help because sometimes the church we you find because we in the church that don't mean we got the knowledge or. Uh, the uh, experience or the know-how to to help a person through a so situation. So, so sometimes I find that we have to go step out and go get that help, whether we have to go to a psychiatrist or whoever, to help us to become uh, who we who we really are. Because a lot of times, and I say for myself, uh, I am just now starting to really see who I am. Mm -hmm. Because we sometimes we walk around with a mask on our face. Yeah. You know. People don't know you got this mask on, but you got a mask on your face because you don't want people to see who you really are. You don't want them to know who what's in you. You don't want them to know the hurt and the pain yeah. that you don't went through. You don't know. You don't want them to know that that you you just struggling to make it day through day through day through day, and it's hard sometimes because if you try to share something with somebody, you find out the ones you try to share it with. They number one, they start telling your business. Number two, you 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 find that they don't even care. And, and and so when you when you try to talk to them or, or, or express yourself, they're looking around all over everywhere instead of paying attention to you to give you the help that you need. So I, I found there's two places I found that I I don't have a problem to go to. If I need to go to a psychiatrist, I'm gonna go. Yeah. If I if I gotta go to God and, and I'm going to go, uh, I'm gonna go to God first. And then I, if I if I need to go get beyond that, because sometimes he's gonna use people. Yeah, he's not coming down here and doing the work. He's gonna use people to help us to get to where we need to be. Yeah, and just think about it. When you're building something, you're not doing it all on your own. It, it, it takes more than one. Sure. I, uh, when you when you're preparing to, to to get a book out there, somebody had to write it. Somebody had to proofread it. Somebody mm -hmm. had to get it get it out there. Yeah. That's my next question. 
How did you get the book published? I went through Lulu.com, a friend of mine. Lulu? Lulu.com. Spell that. L-U-L-U.com. Okay. A friend of mine from church, she uh, published several of her books through them, Mm -hmm. and she was telling me about it, and I wrote the book. And I gave it to her, and she crossed all the T's and dot all the I's and put it in book format, emailed it to him, and that was that on that. So you had you had somebody in the church yes. that proofreaded it, yes. did the corrections, yes. put it in book form, yes. and submitted it for you? Yes, free of charge. Ain't that awesome? Yes, it is. Ain't nobody God but God. Ain't nobody but God. All right. That's, a, that's, that's pretty awesome to get somebody that's willing to step out and help you in, in that way. You, you don't find that as much in the church uh, today as, as, as it used to be. You know, in the church uh, way back then, I can remember when <clears throat> when the church needed repairs or anything, we got together and, and, and yeah. done it, and it didn't cost the church anything. Today, everybody want to check. Yes. Uh, and uh, I, I can imagine, you know, that was a big task. I can imagine that was for, for somebody to do that, they, uh, uh, go out and, and, and to a publisher, they would charge you a lot of money yes. to, to, to proofread it, to make the corrections, to put it in a book format. Uh, it would have cost a lot. But God set this up so that lets you know that the God was in the middle of it yeah. because he set it up. He set everything into motion and everything, everything into place and to, it, to be able to do that. It was a task for it too because it was running, sentences running together and... It was, she had a whole lot she had to figure out about it, and then she worked two jobs on top of it. So mm. in her spare time, she was nice enough that she did it for me, and, and she was glad I could. And she was genuine with it. Right. You could tell she was just so happy and excited about it getting done. Mm-hmm. So I'm so grateful to her for it. So, so uh, from the start to the completion of getting the book, uh, from the start when you got the thought, to the completion of getting the book printed. How long of a period was that? This been on my mind for about 20 years. So this I was starting and stop, starting and stop because I get to thinking about it caused me to have to go back and think about what I was going through and I shed a few tears and anybody that know me know I don't like crying about nothing. I don't like for nothing to get on because I feel like when stuff get to getting on me too much then I can't help somebody else. I mean, my mind is still in that mode. I mm-hmm. want to help people and help people. And if I get down and out, mm-hmm. then I can't help nobody. So, but last year he allowed me to. I had a, a wise woman tell me this. She said, until you can get beyond it, yeah, you can't help nobody. Because what you're going to do is end up keep getting stuck in that situation so you have to you have to get it worked through yourself mm-hmm. and sometimes you have to use somebody else to help you work through the situation to talk about it yeah. and and when they help you get through it and when you get through it when you hear it it don't it now like she said she said it won't never i can't never say it won't have some effect mm-hmm. but it won't have the effect that it have now yeah. so it, it's a, it's an exciting thing to know that you you stepped out the, uh, and the, the hurt and the pain that you had to go through even just to write this yes. and then turn around and let somebody else go through it and read it and proofread it and, and change it and put it in the format and then they know all your business and then now you put it the book and writing got it on Amazon and all yeah, that what, 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 what all is it on Amazon and what else? it's on Amazon it's on Google it's on Barnes and Noble ain't that awesome mm-hmm. 
My author, we got an author in the house. Ain't that something? And you know what? When you was talking about seeking um, counsel and stuff, mm -hmm. I I actually went through that. I was like, because I'm an only child. Mm -hmm. uh, my father, mm -hmm. he have other kids, but my mom, I'm the only child. And mm -hmm. but I wasn't a bad child. You know how when you're coming up and well, Mama did this to stop me from doing that or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't have that to go by because right. by she hit on me so much, I was too scared to do anything so right. I pretty much stayed a pretty good kid mm -hmm. and when my children got old enough to start acting up and talking back I really didn't know how to deal with that so I started going to counseling with them and we would meet once a week mm -hmm. and the doctor they went on and got my information and stuff and they was like well man do you trust anybody and I was like no not really and he said well I wouldn't have told you you was lying even if you had told me you did he said because you done been through too much right and so he would ask me, like, i give him the scenario with the mm -hmm. kids, what's going on. And then he would ask me, well, how would you handle it? And i tell him how I would handle it. And so after about that fourth time, he said, can I ask you a question, Maddie? I said, sure. He said, why do you come see me? I said, because I need help with these kids. I said, I don't know how to deal with that. And he said, but Maddie, you giving me the answers that I would give you. Right. And he said, so I don't understand why you're coming here. So after that, I stopped going, you know, but... I thank God because he allowed me to raise six children. They're mm -hmm. not in and out of jail. They work. They're taking care of their children. They out here doing something good for themselves. You know, and mm -hmm. they all know God because I brought them all up in church. You right. know, some kind of went their own way, but they'll be back because mm -hmm. that's what the words say. They'll come back if you steer them the right way. And that I know I did. But, yeah, I just that was kind of funny to me when I sit and I think about that because... I did. I was like, I don't know how to handle these kids trying to talk back and and but people when they will see us together, they be like, you know, they so sweet, they so respectful, they this, they that. And one thing that the doctor did tell me, he said, when you have children, when they go out in public and they know how to act, he said that's because they're getting disciplined at home. He said, but when you have kids and they go out and they turn up everybody else's stuff, mm -hmm. he said, it's because when they're at home, they can't do nothing. Mm. And I was like, hmm. I said, it did kind of make a little sense, you know, but I thank God because nothing concerning me mm -hmm. looked like nothing that it should be. Amen. <laughs> so I thank God for that because so there wasn't nobody but him. A perfect work. We're going to get ready to close this out, and what we want you to do is uh, just... Uh, let everybody know is that if that whatever whatever else you have that you would want people to know, to let them know, and we're going to have a part two to this, okay? Because uh, I believe that there's a lot more that you can help people with okay. in this area. Okay. Um, the only other thing I would like to tell people to purchase the book "Defeating All Odds," not just because I want you to purchase it because I want money. It's because I want you to purchase it because I want you to be able to be encouraged. It might not be you that need to be encouraged. It might be somebody you know that needs some encouragement in their life. Buy it and, and, and give it to them as a gift, you know. Let them read it. Let them see the things that I've been through and that God brought me through so that way they can know that nothing that they've done that's too hard for God to bring them out of. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. We are so proud of you. Thank you. Um, Maddie, um, Maddie Key, <laughs> K-E-Y, not no S. Uh, we're so proud of you and your accomplishments. And um, 
So you broke the cycle. Yes. In your family. Yes. So that curse got broke. Yes, it did. And so that's a blessing that God allowed it to stop with you mm -hmm. and then allowed you to, to express yourself and get it in a book form. Mm -hmm. And that I, I imagine that is part healing for you in yes, itself. It so uh, we want to encourage our listeners to uh, reach out and get the book. And um, when you reach out and get the book, give it a good read. And then, then later on, give it another read. And if, if you feel you, you can, uh, give it to somebody else that, that might need to hear these words uh, that Maddie spoke in the book. Uh, my name is Bruce Smith. I am the host of Nothing But The Raw Truth. And we thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we want to thank those in California, uh, in Arkansas, Tennessee, uh, Michigan, New York, uh, those in uh, uh, Saudi Arabia that tune in, those that are in uh, Australia, uh, all those that are all over the world that are uh, listening to this podcast. We want to encourage you to tell somebody else about it. And this is nothing but the raw truth. And I'm Bruce Smith, your host, and we are out of here. Have a good day.